takes to be a maverick To become a legend of the super pick Triple captain bench boost or a wild card It's not a double game week, these decisions are hard We've got 45 minutes on this podcast To guide you through so you don't come dead last But we know it's all about the differentials Or will you captain Salah again this week? FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks. My name is Ben and today I am welcomed by the stalwart of the Mavericks, Roscoe McClelland. How are you, fella? Hey, mate. I'm good, thank you. Good morning. Good morning, because Rangers got pumped 4-0. Not good morning, because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, just a good morning. So, second time in uh, in three days or four days, yeah. Oh, mate. Ajax are a good team. Bergwijn, tearing lumps out of you. I know, I saw that. Well, I'm... Um... I didn't get up and watch it, um, and I might skip the highlights as well. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I'll wait till this evening. I'll get a strong drink, and then I'll watch it. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like Liverpool uh, have done very well either, so um, we'll go over that briefly. Um, yeah, Roscoe, you've been on a couple of times now. You've uh, you've on a, a good run of picking Mavericks, mate, aren't you? The last two times you've come on, you've picked a, a hauler um yeah maybe that's right could be good luck we'll, we'll go with it I'm, I'm hoping that you have a shocker today because i need to claw, claw some points back but <laughs> what are we going for seven nil this will be seven nil yeah it's not a good start um yeah, but yeah today guys we'll we'll jump into um you know a brief chat around the fixtures results a little bit of strategy and then maybe a, an fpl player or two who we feel like is a must um we'll jump into the mavericks competition which is me versus the guest um i'm currently trailing six nil which i think is a little bit unlucky but we'll go into that um and then we'll go over the maverick captain and then upset of the week so um for everyone that would like to join our mini league still the code is four five zero xyp um feel free to jump in i'm not sure we've had that much change i'll just grab the league up quickly i don't look at it anymore because i'm like 80th in my own goddamn league um <laughs> let's have a look okay sorry 94th in my own league jared wallace storm to the top of the league 423 points um closely followed by mick murphy on 420 Chris Badeup is on 419 in third. And yeah. 68 points for Jared last week. He had Rashford and Trossard. Two good picks. The Man United fan in him. Um, yeah, they'd have both been Mavs last week. Rashford isn't anymore. Um, he's up to 16% owned after that. So, uh, But I'd say he was under 10 the week that he picked him. Fair play. Yeah. Well, let's talk about last week. Um, Roscoe, do you want to go through your team and 
let us know how you did because i think you had quite a good week didn't you i did like well the story of my season so far is just that harland the first harland hat trick so i didn't own harland um so i was doing quite well i'm pretty happy with my score every week um except that one where i had the lowest score in, in our league um i got 40 when people were getting 90s so that that's been a really tough one to try and recover from so i'm just trying to keep it you know slow and steady chip away at it week by week and claw my way back so i got 60 points um not many players went off i had harlan captains my my win was having tony who i kept um you know i kept through his blank because uh, i thought he might come good so i was very grateful to be repaid for my faith with tony so that was really what helped me uh, get there and the other one was pope who i've had since the beginning of the season so i picked pope as my goalkeeper and i've not needed to change him and he got 12 points so he got three bonus points and he got nine saves in that game and a clean sheet so uh it was really all about those three players tony pope and, and harland obviously hey you take that though i on the other hand um did very poor um i managed to captain harland after i put up a twitter poll and everyone chose harland for me so thanks team you got my back <laughs> there um i had de bruyne williams and sinistera that were the only ones that actually scored any points and the rest were ones and twos so ended up on that 4.45 point mark um absolutely in the doldrums and, and gonna need to lift um Maybe. most people had a similar week to that to be fair and i think 60s was the high end because so many so many players blanked so you had salah jesus the city defenders you know martinelli a lot of the high owned players just didn't didn't really do anything last week so uh so yeah look i think not you'll get away with that one just 5.3 million in the world absolutely shocking start uh, oh, shit. i don't know where i am i was i was like three or four million after that harland i went from 500k to three million in one week yeah. <laughs> because of the harland um miss which was just now seems really so silly uh one what's this 1.9 yeah 1.9 million it's not bad we'll get there we'll, we'll get back at the start of the season you can jump up pretty quick so that's good mate and so let's talk about a couple of things um before we jump into the fixtures probably the big one um that i'm not going to spend much time on is var like it was an absolute shit show there was at least three decisions there that should have been overturned the refs have come out and apologized for two um yeah I, i'm not going to go into it into it too much but i feel the premier league just hasn't adopted var as well as european leagues um and something needs to be done about it because it's just shocking like for me when it, when a referee goes to the monitor you, you've got none of them i think there was one instance this weekend where he, he stuck with his decision but you've got none of them that have got the, the actual balls to just go hey no i still think that's a penalty i think yeah i don't know it seems worse this year already than last year so they've almost gone backwards um i don't know if the system works in um the way they've set up the rules about 
how and when VAR asks the referee to look at something, I think they need to change and improve. And then when the referee looks at something, the fact that it's still the referee's on-field call um, some of the time, it, it's just sort of, you know, you've asked them over to the monitor, so you've immediately planted doubt in their mind about their decision. So I yeah. think that, that the way that it's set up, it, it's way more likely um psychologically it's much more likely for the decision to be to be changed um if you've been asked to look at it because somebody's basically saying i've seen 10 angles of this i think you might have made a mistake here so of course you're going to go over there going off oh, probably stuff this one up and if you then stick to your decision imagine how much flack you're going to get so you go var intervened they brought you over you looked at it and you still got it wrong you know that would be the narrative yeah. so just psychologically, the way it's set up, it'd be very, very difficult for the referee not to, I think, change the decision. And then you go, well, that's fine as long as the VAR team are making the right call. And then they're not. So, yeah, it's it's. I think the whole setup's messy. I think that the idea of being able to watch replays and make a correct decision should help the game. But it's not. Yeah, the application of it's really poor isn't it so like you say probably not worth dwelling on but that'd be my take on it it's less about the individual referee it's more about how var interacts with the on-field referee and the, just the whole the way that it, it operates i think creates more problems yeah and i'm a big advocate for having no var like football was absolutely fine you know you, you got used to the fact that the referee was making the odd decision but that was half the game you know the fans getting into him and Anyway, I think it would be great. You take the just devil's advocate. You take the Coutinho offside that was onside. On a normal Saturday, there would have more likely been many more incorrect offside goals in a in a match day. Whereas in this under VAR, in theory, all the offsides would have been accurate, and then there was that one anomaly, and then that hasn't really happened. It's I don't think that's happened this season where someone's been onside and, and it's got it they've they've got it wrong. So the ref blew that wasn't VAR even, was it? So the ref blew too early. Um and it should have gone to VAR. But in that example, it's cut out a lot of the illegal goals because they get chalked off. Yeah. So you think it's helping more more than it's hindering, but it it it's a big deal when when it goes wrong. Anyway. Hey. Yeah, we'll move on. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about before we jump into some of the results, mate, Tuchel, he's gone. He's yeah. won, won the championship. Well, they've looked way out of sorts, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they have. Um, but if you think about it, I think it was poor planning in a way because he's totally got rid of his defence and then he's trying to bring people in that are new and are obviously going to take time to gel, like Fafana, Kulabali, Kukurela. You know, you lost Rudiger. Asper Coeta doesn't get a look in. I think he is he still at the club or is he at Barca? I can't remember where if he went or not. But yeah, yeah, I think at the core of any football team is getting that back four or three correct. Um, and and I think that's what's cost him. Yeah, that's a fair point, mate. Um, and I'm not sure what he's had a couple of seasons to build his attack, and he's not really done a very good job of that. Um signed Lukaku that didn't work signed Ver don't know if he signed Werner but had Werner kept him yeah. he at least could have chosen whether to move him on kept him didn't work um and then the lad uh Zayic has been pretty meh yeah um so so if you look at his front attacking he, he never really got that right 
and then now he's got you've added the fact that the defense is all over the shop but yeah and the, the Bamiyang transfer desperation yeah, as i say it smells like desperation even more desperate than man united but they've come around so um, they're just paying way over the odds in desperation <laughs> but uh yeah you wonder how could chelsea not attract a better quality striker uh well not quality that's the wrong word because obamian is good quality uh but you know time of career and and all the rest of it like why could they not go out and get somebody um up and coming and then so that'll feed nicely into who do you think they're going to get is it i actually match? was thinking about this before come on and i have no idea potter I don't, well i don't think he would go zidane um that would be massive wouldn't it zidane i don't it doesn't seem to be one in the work at the moment <laughs> just imagine sad. winning back to three champions leagues in your first three or four years as a coach <laughs> just they like right that that will do what else am i what else am i coaching for um yeah i don't know pochettino is available isn't he mm. his stock might have fallen too far now yeah I, i'd still i mean if it was me personally i like poch i think he'll get him playing good football um in terms of man united great result against arsenal i think anthony looks great um arsenal still dominated large parts of it so i don't think they're done by any means but did you see much of that I've only managed to watch the goals, not not the not any extended highlights this week, so didn't get to get a good feel of the game. Uh, I could obviously I saw that United's, I think it was the third goal was on the counter, just like one one pass from a really good pass, but a kind of break from Fernandez. Um, but United looked a lot more confident from what I could see surely um you know brighton storming past leicester i, I reckon rogers is on the chopping block this is another one isn't he yeah well leicester took the lead really early in that game i was surprised because you know he almost banked on a clean sheet from brighton and they, they must have switched off uh so the leicester were in the game weren't they to two all and then then lost their way uh what do you make of McAllister's free kick see that one oh the, the one that went in fucking hell that was such a good goal so good wasn't it yeah there some really good goals the weekend tony really... tony's goals were class and yeah put leads to the sword comedy defending i know i know well but yeah so um i think the results are still they're still very choppy i think there's i think us i think um everton and and um villa showing signs that they'll they'll start to pick up more points now after a wobbly start and west ham as well played really well against chelsea and that was obviously a var decision should have had should have had the, a draw out of that game away at chelsea so um you know i think all these teams that are at the bottom at the moment are going to start picking up points i think they're kind of yeah settling in a bit except i would probably exclude leicester look like they'll really struggle um bournemouth and forest might might be really struggling agree mate well what we'll do is we'll jump into the mavericks competition as i mentioned this is a competition me versus the guest where we pick a maverick which is an under 10 percent owned player um who's either going to shoot you up the mini leagues or yeah kind of do what it's doing to me at the moment which is 
holding me back because you have too many. But anyway, um, last week, I couldn't believe it. I really didn't rate Cam Stanky shout, but he's gone and got a goal and assist. Um, <laughs> I have to admit, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm with you on that. That was an outrageous call. Very, very well done to Cam on that. Didn't see that coming. Lie, but And you know what? Like, just, I mean, Forrest were well in front. I don't know what Forrest did there. So very interesting that they've bottled it. But the Trossard Luke call was classy. They both nailed it again. Like I haven't, I haven't had a, a, a maverick guest pick come on and blank at this point. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, the combined, I, yeah, the combined kind of talent of all your your mav hope, you know, your mav guests is just too too good, mate. <laughs> I went with Sinestra, who got one. So I mean, I'm getting one each week. I just can't get two, and then Isaac somehow didn't do anything. So six nil to the guests, Roscoe. I'm hoping I can beat you this week. And get one on the on the board um although i'm not feeling that confident so mate i'll let you jump in yeah i'm not hugely confident this week actually at all mate i think it was it was a tough one uh for me to, to choose um we'll start with um i'm gonna go fernandez bruno fernandez wow uh, shout yeah. just so you know you ain't getting your two point tax there mate yeah, that's I don't need it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. But yeah, no, going going Fernandez. Um I just think that the momentum of United and he's he's done okay in terms of points. Um so he's got points on the board two of the last three games. So he got an eight points and a seven points. Um he's only two point four percent owned, and I think I think United are on the up now. That's four wins in a row, I think, for them, for them. So I think right time, that's what you got to try and do. You got to get somebody before, you know, Rashford's 16% owned already. He could, uh, in theory, blank. Um, I was assuming out of kind of sportsmanship that um, Anthony and Obama Young stuff were not up for grabs on the Mavs. Yeah, but um, they uh, they're both down there as well, actually in ownership. Yeah, but yeah, mate, Fernandez, Bruno Fernandez. I think he scored and he got an assist in the last three. So, yeah, man, I think he's he's really showed. Um, you know, as I, as I always said about Bruno, like it's not his talent; it's just his attitude. Um, you know, I think there's a big thing with United fans how he goes and starts defending on his own and pressing where the team's not willing to press which leaves gaps but um you know going forward he's, he's a super talented player um he's still broken a, a league record i think with assists and, and and goals so um he's an absolutely unbelievable player yeah he can find well, they're away they're away at palace so it's not an easy fixture an easy fixture but i could yeah i think he could do something there yeah, I agree. And with people like Anthony and um, you know that front three, he's, he can literally—he's the one that's going to be feeding in um, the, the Sancho's and Anthony's and Rashford's. Yeah, mate. I think for once—I mean, United's fixtures. Let's just have a look at United's fixtures. Do you have them up? I've just got this week's fixtures up. Hang let, on, let me have a quick look. Yeah, so they've got Crystal Palace away, Leeds at home, which you should say is a big, big game. 
Man City, Everton, Newcastle and Tottenham. Yeah, okay, so they're not great fixtures, but for the next couple of weeks, I'd chuck Bruno in if I had the spare cash. It's maybe something to do with Salah money, if you're going to move off Salah. Surely you move off Salah. Liverpool look in the dumps. He's got so you've got so much money tied up in him. I know that's mad. Well, what um, let's see what Salah's ownership is still. I think he's still up there. Oh, it'd still be ridiculous, yeah. Uh, but just going into Bruno's stats, like his XG at the moment per ninety is zero point three, his XA is zero point two. Um, he's on the you know top twenty players at the moment in the league for XG and assists. So yeah, mate, I, I think it's a good pick, and I'm worried straight away. So good pick. All right, who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna go for a bit more consistency, and this is a uh, this is how I play fantasy football. I think I like to know the fixtures. This guy's got three fixtures um, that are coming up that are great, in my opinion, for them. Um, I think Southampton have, have really um, surprised me. I think I, I think they were on the chopping block. They've got Brentford, Villa, and Everton, um, and two of them are home games in Brentford and Everton. So, yeah. Going with the stalwart of um, James Ward-Prowse, he's six point five, eight point three percent owned. Gets me that extra two points against Urosko. Um I think he will get me goal, get me points, and I'm hoping this game against Brentford he scores. So I don't think I'll go too much into how he plays, because um, I think everyone knows that he's deadly. He's the best set piece taker in the league um in terms of his xg i don't think it's that high to be honest but look let's have a look oh no it's not too oh, actually no it's shocking 0.4 what did you say his price was his price is 6.5 6.5 his xa is good 0.22 and he's having a shot a game so yeah well, he's, he's for the set pieces presumably right he, he, he's yeah. going to put in a free kick or um get an assist off a, off a corner yeah hoping this is my week mate yeah i think he's um i think he's a good he's a good solid pick he's one that i kind of think you you want to keep him for five games and he'll look you'll be happy with his points haul over a five game period yeah because he'll drop drop in and drop out and he's good value for that so it's we'll take yeah, it was, if he's uh who's the fixture uh brentford brentford mm. they're at home though so yeah right mate we'll jump onto the second one who have you got uh heading down to brighton and um this sounds like and feels a lot like a knee-jerk pick but i want to try and defend it and say it's not <laughs> uh, it's McAllister. yeah i like that pick um i picked him too just so they get yeah. to know <laughs> <laughs> we played rock paper scissors for him yeah uh now you're just generous um no look i think he so he's 5.6 million and he's 5.6 percent owned uh, there's clearly some good options in Brighton with um, Trossard and Gross that have both been performing well. And I don't think McAllister will keep up this points, 
he's been getting at the same rate. I don't. I, I'm not suggesting that he'll he'll keep doing what he's done in the first um, six games. He scored four goals, um, and he's had three double-digit points hauls out of the six weeks. So he's he's performed really really well. I don't think you know. He doesn't need to get 14 points to be worth having in for 5.6 mil. So I think he's been, um, you know, great if anyone probably have missed him. What I like about him is really the set pieces. Um, that free kick was as good as any um, on the weekend. And he's, he's already scored at least two penalties. It might even be three. Uh, I think Trossard won the penalty, uh, which could easily happen again. So I think he's not going to necessarily... He might contribute in open play and there's, there's there's a benefit there, but I think it's more likely to be a Trossard or a Gross or um, in open play. But for, for the set pieces and for the value, I'm seriously thinking about bringing him in and just letting him sit there and then I can put him on the bench if it's a tough fixture or bring him in for a better fixture. Yeah. Um, at the moment, I've got Harrison who did okay for me for the first three or four games, who's six something. Yeah. So it could be a nice swap. I think definitely a better upgrade on jack harrison at the moment i could do better with mcallister so yeah that's uh that's the logic um i'm not expecting him to do 15 points a week but if i can get seven or eight out of him every couple of weeks I think he's worth it yeah mate i, I rate that i've actually already brought him in um i think all the twitter experts say you know you should be going for trossard and gross because they're xg and they get forward and blah 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 but He's on penalties. He seems to be really high up the field. They've got a good couple of fixtures to have a run out, like you say. And I'm happy to take a two-week punt. I'm hoping that he does get a couple of goals against Leicester. Um, and I think that's the great thing about FPL. When you pick somebody that's just in that little bit of form and you catch their run, even if it's two or three games, that's what you want. So I'm, I'm happy to stick in my team at that price. Yeah. We're almost getting to... You know, I know you've played your wild card, but but anyone thinking about playing a wild card, there's there's a completely different set of players to put in a team now as to what there was at the beginning of the season. So, yeah. you know, you don't want Trent, you don't want Salah, you know, you may not even want the big city defenders. You probably don't necessarily want some of the Chelsea defenders. Um, so, you know, now it's like, is it a Rashford? Is it a McAllister? Um, you know you could easily check i could change my whole team this week <laughs> yeah for sure um okay man that's a good pick so um my final pick is somebody who is has always been a good frustrating fpl asset i think we've already mentioned that they're they're going to start having the recruit the the um the shoots of recovery um i think actually uh he has a great run of fixtures and i've just looked mm. and wow um aston villa's fixtures are leicester southampton and leeds away and in them three i'm banking that he'll um get some goals it's a shame in my team that um harland and jesus um are taking up the big spots and i've got isaac so i'm not going to actually bring him in this week but i really wanted to if there was a fourth spot he'd be there um ollie watkins <laughs> that was going to be my other pick mate as well, nah, well i went off well i said i was like you go but yes i he was on my radar too so we're agreed um in terms of him as a player 
I think he, you know, Aston Villa looks so much better when he plays. Um, he's dynamic. He moves forward. I think everyone knows about Ollie Watkins, so I won't go into it. But um, yeah, in terms of FPL, he's seven point three, so just gets me um, two points just, and um, two point three percent owned. So surely, them you'd like to think them, them numbers will rise with the fixture run yeah he won't be a maverick for long is what i'm saying i i think so my gut feel is exactly the same as you i think villa on the turn watkins is an important player catching him before um other people get onto him so i i completely agree with the pick and i think he could well and the fixtures are good um he could well be a good a great mad pick for this week I went off it. I, I swapped in my mind from Watkins to McAllister um, only this morning, only with the stats. Like I went on, I went on the XG and stuff on the tables, and he was comfortably fourth in that Villa team, yeah. fourth or fifth. Um, and I was surprised. And and I looked at the last three games in isolation instead of the whole season, thinking, oh, you know, they've been out of sorts and. I'll check the last three games it's probably improved and they were actually lower he had lower xg in the last three matches than he has for the whole season average so it kind of wobbled me and i'm not saying that we should always go with the stats um side of it but it did make me think i haven't seen enough of villa yeah. um so i don't know is he get is he getting those chances yeah. and is is that from what i from what i've seen getting enough shots in a game to be able to do it but he's such a good player and he's surely the only way they you know improve is by getting him more involved well i think you've probably you think? you've nailed it mate like even in the games where his xg is not that high like he looks the most threatening um him and bailey so yeah yeah i mean i could have gone bailey um but i'm just not i'm just worried about his starts so i know what you don't want to get hurt again no <laughs> Bailey. we all went bailey we all went he sat, sat on my bench for uh eight points last week so, um meanwhile salah got three you're thinking i should have played bailey over salah who'd have seen that coming um yeah i think it is a good pick mate is a good pick i just and and i don't i j really don't like um making a decision just on the stats but it was almost i was surprised that the 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 I was surprised by the stats. I thought they'd have been a bit better. That's all. Yeah, so he needs to prove us wrong. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Well, I've picked him this week, so I've probably just given him the yeah. kiss of death. Um, okay, well, that's a good that's a good Maver Maverick uh, face-off because we both have one that we want, so that's good. Um, in terms of Maverick captain then, mate, we'll, we'll jump onto this. We know Haaland is pretty much perma-captain at the moment. Do we go away mm. from him? Is there anyone you like? <laughs> well, I mean, I think you don't. Uh, in the in the uh, in the FPL answer is no, you don't go away from Haaland. He's been too good to to switch off. But um, if you did at this stage need to go Mav, that's very hard this week. Jesus, maybe. Everton. Yeah. I think. The, there's not been too many consistent performers that's the that's the trouble so you're in danger of a blank i think harry kane if you've got him but people 
may may or may not have him because of the price. He's a, well, he's at Man City though. You think he scores against them? Yeah, well, you think he scores against anyone? Is um, that their fixture? Is it City? Yeah, it's the big one this weekend, mate. Top of the table. We'll see what Tottenham are made of. I mean, City conceded two to Crystal Palace, three to Newcastle, and one to Villa. So, yeah, he could. He could. I, I think he's got Mill written all over it. They've only had two clean sheets, and that was Bournemouth and Forest. Just looking at the results. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't say he wouldn't get, and, and he's on good form. Um, and they'll make a game of it. So maybe, uh, but will he outscore Haaland in that game? Mm, probably not. So tough one, mate. I would probably, yeah, that'd be sticking with Haaland. What, what do you reckon? Is there someone you'd put? Yeah, probably Jesus, to be honest. Um, he's the only one I like. I mean, you could even go on a real crazy punt and, and go a Brighton asset at Bournemouth. But yeah, I mean, it's very tough to go away from Haaland, isn't it? Who's um who've Newcastle got West Ham away? Mm. Nah, if they're at home, maybe. Um okay, mate. Well, upset of the week. I don't think we had any luck last week, to be honest. Just looking at the results. I think they're all pretty there's probably someone screaming at their yeah. at their um Google. I think there's a few good options this week, actually, mate, that we could have. Uh, you've got Wolves away at Liverpool, based on the Champions League result here. That could be, that could be an upset. You've yep. got Spurs at City could be an upset. Everton at Arsenal, I reckon, could be an upset. Yeah, well, who are you going for, big man? Mm. Is Forest against Leeds an upset? I'd be uh, upset if you check the, <laughs> the, the the yeah check the odds to be honest if, if Forest are yeah no of course it would be it would be for sure I, I'm sure uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Everton against Arsenal Wow was not expecting that Roscoe mm. I just I'm just gonna yeah. I think Arsenal, I think losing to United and then Everton putting in a, a steely performance at Anfield is set, sets up a closer game than it might appear. And Everton needs a result. I'm going to go Palace versus Man United. Right. Palace at home, Zaha hates Man United. Yeah, look great. I think Man United. Yeah, they they play well against Arsenal, but they're good at home. Are they going to be okay away? So yeah, I'll go Palace. <laughs> two two weeks ago, you were using Man United winning a game as an upset. Now you've come. <laughs> now you've reverted back to it, Man United losing a game as the upset. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I did. Yeah. Huh? I don't think I did pick Man United, but I might be wrong. Uh, yeah, I thought uh, maybe it wasn't you. So it's, there was definitely discussion of uh, United uh, winning a match was going to be the upset of the week. <laughs> I think Luke tried to go with uh, Man United last week, but they were favourites, so he didn't let him have it. 
yeah yeah that might have been it maybe i'm thinking of that one um i you know i quite fancy spurs as well yeah that's That'd good. Be amazing that'd that's be amazing good. to do that 2 30 a.m in the morning is not good for us so i don't think i'll be catching that one live but i'll definitely have it on a full game yeah that'd be that'd be class so some really good matches this week so let's see how we do mate what what um so you brought in McAllister. only other question for you because i don't want you to give away all your secrets but um have you taken a hit <laughs> no but if i get bored from here until the weekend i might only wednesday <laughs> <laughs> i might do <laughs> have you taken have, how many hits have you taken this season uh probably more hits than not <laughs> no um i've taken a couple of minus fours for sure when um did they come off nah none of them uh one of them did i've just been unlucky man i missed uh i like you i missed that harlan captain um hat trick um i just haven't had the when i when i have picked my captain no one else has done anything so it's just like i've not had the combined effect of yeah one. well i think the hit you know taking a hit is 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 a good part of the strategy it's it's getting the return on it um around if it costs you four person you subbed out plays and gets two points anyway you've got to really justify a six point swing um well, to, to get something out of it well uh, look let's put gundogan I could take him out. I've brought him in. They've got Tottenham Wolves, Man United. So for a run of three, not great. Um, I've got 9.5 available to replace him with. Um, and I could bring somebody in. I could go double up on Trossard and um, McAllister. But then that Crystal Palace game has just been cancelled. Ward Prowse, I don't think it's worth going to. Could do uh arsenal so any of the arsenal boys soccer but um yeah I, I, yeah I, what do you think of saliba because he's one that's come up a few times as a value defender yeah mate well look he looks solid doesn't he um him and gabriel i think arsenal you know even though they lost against man united they're, they're going to be up there at the end for sure solid yeah right oh mate well we'll wrap this one up thanks so much for coming on um it was a shame that we couldn't get uh one of the other maps on but um it was very short notice due to uh a late dropout so yeah see how we go mate hopefully i can get my first uh maverick points on the board i think it's coming mate it's been coming for a while it's been pretty <laughs> close i'm and, feeling uh, a lot of pressure on my shoulders to keep the the guest run going i don't know if i i've got it in me this week you're gonna get absolutely dogs abuse mate if, if brighton get a penalty i'm sorted yeah true i'll be uh i'll be well i'll be kind of happy if brian get a penalty because i'll i'll get points too uh, <laughs> all right mate. Cool, mate catch you soon see you mate